You're listening to Get Lace Let's Talk, a podcast presented to you by Southern Laced. Southern Laced had the opportunity to speak with the lovely Angela Robinson, an American actress who plays a vicious and wealthy Veronica on Tyler Perry's number one rated series, The Haves and the Have Nots. This scandalous, gossipy, and addictive series is currently on its seventh season and was renewed for an eighth season, which will premiere on November 24th, 2020. In this interview, Angela generously gives heartfelt advice and encouragement to women all over the world who may be struggling with fertility issues, her transition from the theatrical plays to the big screen, and more. Thanks for tuning in to Get Laced. Let's talk. Here is our interview with the lovely Angela Robinson. Stay laced and stay blessed. Today's exclusive Southern Lace Roundtable, uh, we have the opportunity to speak with amazing Angela Robinson, who plays a powerful and in charge during character Veronica on Tyler Perry's The Have and Have Not. How was your day today? You doing good? I'm doing good. I had to do some running around, but I got it all done, and now I'm talking to you, so I'm great. Okay, that's awesome. How have you been managing this pandemic? Um, you know, it's been um, tough at times, but um, really the best part is that I have more time with my son and my husband and my mom, so all that has been really, really great. Okay. When did you decide that you wanted to take the acting route? I think when I was 10. Um, when I was 10 years old, my, my mom taught English, and she was over the high school uh, productions every year, the senior productions, and so she had to direct them. And when I was 10, I had to, for some reason, go to her school and sit in the, um, on her productions uh, on her rehearsals and watching those rehearsals, I just fell so deep in love with theater. So I always knew that theater would be a part of my life and that um, I would want to sing and dance and act. I just, you know, had no idea at that time that that would be a career choice. I don't even think mm-hmm. I thought that was an option. But when I found out it was an option, I jumped at it. Okay. Tell us, what was it like, well, what was the transition like going from stage plays to the big screen? It's a huge transition because stage, on stage, you, um, your job is to, you know, project to the audience and you have a live audience. And so you get that immediate gratification. You know, if they like you, you know, if you suck, you know, all of that in the moment so you don't have to wait till your show comes out you don't have to wait to see if people you know uh come from you on twitter um you just you just know in that live theater situation in the moment and and you know but on on film and television you don't know for a while if the show is going to hit if people are liking it you can't really tell that for a while till the ratings start to come in. And also, as an actor, you know, you don't project. It's not about reaching to the, you know, balcony with your voice. It's really about being as subtle as you can and having any type of loudness be in your eyes as opposed to your volume. Okay. Tell us more about the character Veronica. Veronica. I love Veronica. Um, <laughs> uh, she is uh, definitely interesting. Uh, right. Some people like to call her evil. I don't 
I don't think that she's evil. Um, I think Veronica is probably the most controlling perfectionist you ever want to meet. I think she just, um, she came from a very poor background um, and she pulled herself out of that. She went to law school. She started um, drug rehab centers. She became a millionaire all on her own. And so people like that sometimes have that flip side. The same reason they're able to be successful becomes the same reason they can't uh, keep love in their life. That, that we all have that quality that is great when it's great, but when you flip it, it's not so great. So right. I think that, that's Veronica. She, just, she has great qualities that's made her a very successful woman, but don't cross her. Don't disagree with her. Don't, you know, she just has to control it all. She has to control the people around her. And that sort of drives her a little crazy and makes her do very crazy things. But I would not say that she's evil. Okay. And for my last question, let's talk this fertility issue. What Hmm. advice would you give women out here that are struggling to become parents, you know, to become mothers? Wow. Um, the first thing that I would say to them who are struggling to become moms is listen to me clearly. You will become a mother. You will. There's no reason that you won't. Now, the way that that happens for you may be different. And that is something that you have to embrace. Once that happens, motherhood is there and waiting for you. So while it is difficult and it makes you feel so inadequate at times, understand that God has a plan. And if you can just hold on a little while, you'll see all of it. You'll see why you had to go through all of it but you will indeed be a mother. It's a very, very difficult thing for a woman to go through, but there is light on the other side. So don't give up. Wow, very, very powerful words. Thank you so much. Next we'll have Swagger Magazine. Um, Hi, this is Chris Massa with Swagger. I'm super excited. Excited, <laughs> Angela, to talk to you. Um, I do have um, a few questions I wanted to ask you. Um, my first question is, um, your character, Veronica, on the Have and Have Not, um, how is she similar to you in real life, and how is she different? Um, I, I think that she's similar to me in real life because we, we kind of look alike. Um, that's, that's the only reason, that's the only way I think we're similar. I think, um, I'm driven. She's driven, but in a different way. I love fashion and, um, so does she. So those are, those are some things that are, that are similar. Um, I think we're different because <clears throat> I really am extraordinarily picky about things for myself. I like know my house to look a certain kind of way. I, I like to wear certain types of clothing. I like for my hair to look 
a certain kind of way. I'm very picky, but I'm really not picky about what other people do. You can drive what you want, do whatever you want with your house, do your ha- I don't spend a whole lot of energy criticizing and picking apart other people. And I think that's the difference. Veronica spends a lot. Everybody has to line up with how she wants it done or else. Mm-hmm. And for me, you just, you just really don't. I take you as you are. And I am, I love that uh, I have an eclectic group of friends. I just like for people to be who they are. Awesome. That is awesome. Um, my next question is, um, if someone were making a movie, um, of your life, who would play you and why? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. I often think more in terms of the people that I would want to play um, in mm-hmm. movies. I, I never think of myself as, as anybody making a movie about me. But, um, it, you know, I people have said that Real Union favor, and I really, really, really love her. And I, I we've never even met, but I have um, fallen in love with her activism on social media. And for as long as I've been following her, I've I've enjoyed it. Um, I enjoy the fact that she has a very it seems seemingly has a a very stable and wonderful marriage and. Um, she's a mom that went through um, a hard time becoming a mom as well. So I feel a, a bit of a kinship with her. So I would say Gabrielle Union. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Tawanda from Interrupted Blogs, you ready? Yes, I am. Thank you so much. So, hey, Tawanda. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Your character in the have and have not is panned evil, this deliciously evil, the ice queen, and the worst of the worst. But mm-hmm. your character is powerful the way that Alexis Carrington Colby was in the 80s broadcast of Dynasty. Do you think mm-hmm. it's important for, for women of color to choose roles like that that stretch them outside of themselves to step into power boldly by soul transformation and reinvention? Absolutely. I think it's um I think it's important for women women of color to play all types of parts. We just are not the same. And um we've sort of fallen victim to playing sameness um in theater and movies and television. This is the black girl and this is how the black girl would act and, and this is how the black mother would act and, and we are so different. We really do um we can play anything. And I think um, women should definitely take on the roles, the powerful roles, vulnerable roles, um, any roles that can show the world um, all of our wonderful, beautiful colors and, uh, from our culture. And I just think that's, that's very important. Um, and also from the point of view of men, Men get to play ruthless, evil, uh, powerful all the time. And uh, women, you know, were often relegated to playing soft and pretty and likable. And I think 
you know, having the opportunity, thank, thankfully, to Tyler Perry, um, to play uh, those powerful roles that usually men play um, is great as well. Okay. And then one day you're completely engulfed with being Veronica, where you're on set, rising to the challenges, and you're not even sleeping at night because you're locked in totality of that character. Then the next day, your mom and your loving wife, how do you find balance and control with your life? I think um, the same way anybody does. I think that I go to work and I play a character. And so that is my job to bring that character to life. Others go to teach class and other women go to the hospital and they're nurses. I think the same way. It's no different. Um, at my job, I have to put on the character of Veronica. Uh, but I do understand that it is a job. And I, I trained. I went to school to be an actor, not so that I could play myself and take myself to work and bring myself home as Veronica, but so that I could go to work and do this very fulfilling work and then come home to my family. So it's it's no different um, except for the fact that I actually get seen on TV doing my job. But um, many women have to balance their job, their work, and their family life. And it is always a challenge. But we do it. We, we do it. You know, we're strong like that. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, one more question. What is next for you? Do you have anything in the works right now? I have so much in the works, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you about it till it all comes. Oh, <laughs> I sign, till I can sign somebody's contract. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's really understandable. Okay, well, ladies, do you all have any more questions? Um, this is Wacker Magazine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> This is Wacker Magazine. I do have one more question. Um, My last question is, um, there's a lot of amazing um, other characters on the show, the have and the have not. And um, if you could play any other character on the show, who would it be and why? Hannah. (laughs) Oh. Um. I think it would be, that would be the complete opposite of Veronica. And so it would be great to, to do something uh, completely opposite. Hannah is also very strong and very powerful, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah probably is closer to Angela, to me. Um, and I usually don't enjoy playing characters that are close to me, but I think that I would enjoy playing Hannah. But my awesome. first pick, I love playing Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> and you do that very well. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, well, this concludes our roundtable interview. Um, interrupted. Did you have another question before I wrap this up? I did. Um, in recent interview, you were talking about, you know, the the not-so-great parts of the pandemic where even the theater had gotten shut down and your friends were losing jobs and, you know, it's just a lot. No, and it was an eye opener. 
And then you also said that I think the question was, what should people do in, in, in the in the pandemic? And you said that they should find creativity and get to work. So what did you do in your creative spaces during the pandemic? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, <clears throat> I, I did several things. Um, the first thing that I did was try to create a space in my home where I could, um, where we could breathe, where my son could have a, a, an area where he felt good about was his area and could read and he could play. I created a studio space where I could do my work. My mom has her space. So that was the first thing I did, try to create, make sure that our home, since we were going to be here for a while, and home, you know, was going to be office and playground and everything, um, you know, make sure the backyard felt good to my son. Um, that was the first thing. The second thing was um, I created a space for my, my friends and artists to come and tell their story. Think that we are many times inspired and healed by other people's stories when we hear that, uh, oh, I'm not the only one that went through that. I'm uh, Someone else felt the same way. And so I created a YouTube channel called Artist Talk. And artists come on and spend about 45 minutes telling their method and how they got to where they are. And this is helpful information for, for new newcomers as well. Um, and then when George Floyd happened and everybody was so disillusioned and, and hurt by, by that, um, there was a, a whole nother revolution that started. And so I created another um, platform called Black Woke Business Spotlight, um, where I started to give 10-minute spotlights to um, small business owners who were black or woke. They didn't have to be black, but they sure had to be woke. They had to understand um, understand where we were as a community, as a culture, and be empathetic and compassionate toward that. And so I feature a new business every week and hopefully highlight that business so that we can be very conscientious about how we spend our money and where we spend our money. So it's been a extraordinarily busy time in creating all these platforms. I have, you know, learned how to uh, video edit and I'm teaching every day. I learn something new. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it really has been about creativity. Um, creativity is, you know, the, the mere definition of it is um, using your imagination to get back to your original ideas. And to use those ideas to solve problems. A lot of people think of creativity as some type of, of dancing and singing, but it really isn't. It's coming up with imaginative ways to solve problems. And I think that if we all went back to our original ideas and, and dug deep into our creativity, we could really create our way out of the mess that we're in. But because we're all trying to go back to what we had before everybody's tired and I just want to go back to the life I had before and because we're all trying to go back then nobody's creating a way forward but if we all embrace the idea of creating then I think that we could all move forward and the vision forward 
would be much brighter and much better than even what we left. Wow. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you, Ms. Angela Robinson, for taking time out of your busy schedule and talk with us for this exclusive Southern Lace Roundtable. We're all excited yeah. to see what's to come. <laughs> I know you don't oh, want to give God. us any, you know. <laughs> I ain't got no tip if y'all. I know you ain't got that for us. <laughs> 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 Too funny. But, yeah, we're all excited to see what this yes. will be in the future. And we're so happy that you took time out to talk with us. Thank you so much again. Thank you. I appreciate you guys, and thank you for waiting for me. Absolutely. No problem. Anytime. All right. I'll see you somewhere around. Okay. We'll be talking. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be talking to you again in the future. Awesome. I look forward to it. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Bye.